You're listening to A Journey in American English. Hello everyone! Long time no hear, long time no see. I am so sorry. We recorded this episode about two months ago, actually, and I forgot to upload it. I went to the US for some personal reasons, and so it wasn't possible for me or Chris to record any episodes together. And this was supposed to be the final episode before I went to the US. However, like I said, <laughs> I forgot, and I apologize. In this episode, Chris and I talk about credit cards, debit cards, reward points, and stuff like that. Uh, gathering miles if you buy stuff with your credit cards, and so on and so forth. Something that is a very important topic for a lot of Americans because a lot of Americans have a lot of credit cards. Anyway, without further ado, let's get started. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you all had fantastic weeks. Like, <laughs> I think we both did, at least in comparison to our weeks before. <laughs> yeah, it's getting slowly better. Uh, I got my second shot two days ago. Or, oh, sorry, nice. four days ago. Oh, it was terrible. It was so bad. Like, the first shot, I had a real bad headache. And I slept for, like, two days, but it was okay. But the second time around, I, I was, like... Super bad headache, super tired, a lot of nausea, couldn't really eat, and I don't know. I definitely didn't like it. <laughs> more and more, I realize how lucky I am that uh, my first one was the worst, and it was just because my arm really hurt for like a week. Oh, I didn't have that. So my the so where they shot, so where they put the shot in, it hurt for like a day, but that wasn't the worst part. It was really a lot of it was in my head. Like, you know, like headache and like dizziness and all that. But now I'm fine. Well, good. I'm very glad to hear you got that. Yeah. But I won't officially be counted as vaccinated until two weeks have passed. Because that is true. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I didn't know because that. Because if you if you got COVID before before the vaccine. Um, yeah, apparently I can't remember exactly why, but it's very bad. Is it? Yeah. I don't know that. Um, I can't remember the exact reasons, but it's huh. like it it's supposed to be a bad thing. And that's uh, why. That's why there's the two week thing to make sure that didn't happen. Oh, I didn't know that. Or I didn't, I forgot. But yeah. Or it also might be, you know, in case the vaccine, you know, against all odds gives you COVID somehow or something like that. Well, I mean, that's kind of how vaccines work, like in a small doses, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But no, we, we went to, so my wife and I, because she came with me, but she didn't get it. Um, they have like these vac vaccine centers where you can get vaccinated. And it took like five minutes <laughs> and it went really quickly. But They didn't make you stay after the vaccine? No, they're like, you can stay if you want for 20 minutes or you can go. And the woman's like, it's, it's your choice. Like, if you can stay, you can stay. If not, then, you know, feel free. I stayed for like 10 minutes and then I left. Um, mm -hmm. And then when I got home, I felt terrible. <laughs> so it's yeah, there's no point staying. But yeah. It was a little nostalgic for me because uh, when I was growing up, I did a course of allergy shots for years. Um, when I started out, I was getting two shots two days a week, and then eventually we'd go to like once a week. Two shots. Oh, like to be desensitized. Um, I would always have to stay 
uh, 20 minutes after in case I had an allergic reaction and, you know, needed immediate medical attention. So it was kind of nostalgic for me to get my COVID vaccine. And then like, I'm not opposed to vaccines. I've been vaccinated a couple of times here in Germany against I, what was like tetanus and something else, but I never really come in contact with a lot of people or just like diseases in general. So I was just kind of like dragging my feet about getting like vaccines and like this one too. It took me like, what, like four months to finally <laughs> like get one because they started um, giving shots, I think at like the beginning of the year, but they didn't open it up to the public until like two months ago. So, but yeah, but the other question we got to touch on is how's the weather? Is it still pretty smoky? Um, it's no, it's not really anymore. I mean, it might be a little, but it's so dramatically different. I might not notice if it was just a little smoky. And then on top of that, it's been hot, but not as hot anymore. I I go to work pretty early. So I've noticed that the mornings are getting kind of cool now. And it's not, you know, it's darker. Do you get up before the sun or after the sun? Uh, for now, after. I uh, I usually have my alarm set to around six in the morning and I have to be at work at seven. So in the coming months, uh, it'll get to the point where I'm up before the sun eventually. Yeah, I'm going to miss that. It's going to be winter. Well, it's not going to be winter soon, but, you know, in a couple of months, you know, it'll you know, it, it's slowly but surely is coming. There's no escaping it. And in and in Billings, you know, I, I, I'm not a big fan of saying it's winter when it's cold and it's summer when it's hot. Because it's based on planetary alignments <laughs> and things like that. But yeah, that's true. The cold times and the gray, depressing, windy times last like five, six months here. It's, yeah, uh, but you're further north, though, so I think that's normal. Yeah, like our fall and our spring are usually really quick. It's like a month, like what you would uh, interpret for normal fall and spring weather. It's like we get like a few weeks of that, and then it mm. jumps to the next season. Oh, well, no, I mean, here in Germany, we don't really have any any real seasons i i want to say that they only have two seasons here is like summer and fall because winter is non-existent because it's so wet like there's almost no snow and summer here is just it rains all the time today's oh, so pretty yeah i always think of germany as being like a northern cold place that must get a good amount of snow no no like unless you go to like the alps but then you're not really in germany but no you don't get a lot of snow here like in Bavaria, yeah, in the south you get a lot of snow, but in the north, mm-mm. now you got to go further north to like Denmark and and Norway and Sweden to get more like <laughs> to get more snow. But anyway, so what are we going to talk about today? So today we want to talk about uh, credit cards and uh, just in general, like personal finance things. Yeah, credit cards are super interesting. I think credit cards are the American way. Absolutely, and. Uh, well, they're just convenient. Yeah, they're and, too convenient. Well, and yeah. here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If you pay off your credit card every single time, there's no reason you shouldn't use your credit card for everything because credit cards give you rewards. Yeah, but no one does that. I don't think anyone really pays off their credit cards on time. I know um, I don't. A lot, a lot of people do. Do they? So, yeah. So uh, part of the reason why we're talking about this is because this is kind of my personal project in life right now is... I feel like I'm in a good place that it's time to start uh, instead of just having the philosophy of just try not to spend very much money. It's like, no, you should have like an actual plan. So I'm in the process of applying for a credit card right now. 
And my starting strategy is going to be, uh, just as I'm getting used to it, put all of my subscription services on the credit card. Mm-hmm. That's really hard. You know, that's small. That's hard to forget to pay off. Uh, you're going to build credit. And then once you get used to that, like, you should use it because uh, the card I'm going to be using is a 2% cash back. So that adds up over time. And also one thing people have said to me before, the reason why you should use a credit card over a debit card is if you lose your credit card or someone scans your debt, or excuse me, if you lose your debit card, Mm. someone uses it or they scan your debit card and they make a copy of it. They're spending your money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If if the same thing happens to your credit card, they're spending the credit card company's money and they have to fix that. And they're the ones on the hook for it, not you. Yeah, I mean, if you have the newer credit cards, you don't have to worry about or like the newer debit cards, you don't have to worry about someone scanning them because they have these chips in them. Um it used to be and this is probably like 5 or 6 years ago where you just had the magnetic strip on the card, but now most cards ha- or they should have like a chip in them. And I know a couple of my credit cards have chips on them. So that makes them harder to copy. But yeah, that's true. If if someone steals your debit card and they know your PIN, then you're pretty much out of luck. Um, yeah. But with well, like some debit cards, you don't even need the PIN uh, because you can run a, cre- a debit card as a credit card. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, And you don't need a PIN for that. Yeah, I haven't because that works differently here in Germany. Um, you don't have the option of running it as debit or credit. Um, sometimes you'll have to sign and sometimes you have to do a pin, but you don't have the option. They just, just depends on what kind of day it is. <laughs> and, and on those chips, I know what you're talking about. ago that while all the new credit and debit cards have those, mm. most places in the U S don't actually properly scan them. Like they're just there to be there. Really, and most of the places that actually make use of the technology effectively are like um, European and Asian countries. Yeah, definitely. And this is a couple of years ago I read this, so maybe different now, but I don't think it is. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same. Yeah, that does surprise me. But like America runs on credit and debit card. I don't think I've ever really used cash in the US. Every time I'm there, I always use my credit cards and you can pay you can buy like just small things. Like you can buy a pack of gum for like 80 cents with like a, a debit or a credit card, which is insane <laughs> that anyone would actually accept that because there, there are so many, there are so many fees that are put onto um, the merchant when they accept credit. Yep. And th- there's no point accepting 80 cents, but they, they let you do it. So they must have a reason. Well, they don't want to turn you away because then, you know, you're like, oh, right, this place gave me a hard time that time, so I'll go to the, the gas station half a block the other way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Although I, some businesses do charge convenience fees for that. Is that what they call them? Convenience? Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so there's a local Chinese restaurant that does it. They just uh, slap 3% onto it. Uh, the DMV in town here is like 10%. 10%? That's super When I got, hard. like, my title work done. And, I like... I had no idea how much it was going to cost to get a title title work and a license plate. So I didn't like bring any special amount of cash and they're like, all right, that'll be like $250. I'm like, well, I don't have $250 in cash on me. So 
So I had another $25 to this. Here's my credit card. Wow. That's super high. A convenience fee, I guess, because it's convenient for you, not for them. So, yeah, <laughs> but that's pretty and funny. I have a local uh, butcher shop that does that. There's also another local butcher shop that last time I went there, they're just like, we do not accept credit cards. There's an ATM over there. Um, there's also a, a grocery store chain that a couple years ago came to Billings called winco it's actually um i haven't super dove into it so there may be some dark secrets i don't know about <laughs> on the surface level seems like a cool place the idea is it's a employee owned store after you work there something like six months you you know you you are given some shares of the company it seems like a good setup they have uh really reasonable prices good service and all that thing all that stuff um where they save their money and they're able to keep their prices low. One, they don't accept credit cards. So it's cash mm. or debit. And two, you have to bag your own groceries, which. Okay. That, but do they, do they scan them though? Yeah, well, they have self-checkout and they have okay. normal cash registers, but you, they aren't going to bag your groceries. You got to do that yourself, but I'd rather bag my own stuff anyway. So see, I've it's been, pretty great for me. Yeah. I mean, see, I've been here for almost a decade. And I can't remember the last time that someone bagged my groceries. I, I absolutely hate it. I really don't like it. <laughs> like, they don't do that here in anywhere in Europe, really. That's more of an American thing, that they bag your stuff. Mm. Well, isn't it also more of a, an American thing that when you go shopping, um, just because of the way our cities are laid out, where it's usually more of a, of a trip to go to the grocery store, it's... It's common for someone to go to a grocery store here and spend one to $400 for like a month or more. Oh, and that's yeah. not as much of a thing in the rest of the world, right? No, 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 definitely not. No, my, my family would do that. We would go shopping like once a month, twice a month and just buy like 30 pounds of beef and stuff like that. Um, but here, that's not even possible. Most fridges are like super small. Like they're the size of like a fridge you would have like in college, you know, like like a mini bar fridge, but they're a bit bigger. And that's the normal size of fridges here. And like the big tall ones, you know, that are as big as a closet, like typical Americans, American fridges, you can't, you can find them here, but they're ungodly expensive. And like gas and electricity here is also really expensive. So a lot of people just have small fridges. I wouldn't even know where to put that much food <laughs> for, for like a month. <laughs> and if you have like a house i have an apartment but if you have a house okay you could have like a deep freezer but like i said most germans don't you would you would go shopping for like a week or a couple days but not for a month mm -mm. and the explanation i've heard for a lot of that is um places outside of the u.s usually have better public transportation and better walking transportation and yeah. so it makes it a lot easier to you know get off work pass pass uh, grocery store on the way home grab a few days worth of groceries and head home yeah pretty yeah pretty much that's the way it is here um the only downside to germany's system is it's terrible for bikers so if you ride like your bicycle everywhere the routes here aren't very good um and so germany's often compared to the netherlands because it's right in the north and they have terrific public transportation and terrific bike routes but not germany but yeah, but most German businesses don't accept credit card, like at all. And Germans are very cash driven, I would say. Why do you think that is? Is it just like they, because the cash is real or what is it? 
I think so. I think it's because they enjoy tangible things. And Germans are a lot more direct than Americans. So they want to like be able to hold what they own. And plus the fees are a lot higher too. Like it's super expensive to use credit and debit here. And there are just some places they won't accept it. I remember one time I went to go get like a, a kebab and I had just gotten like my debit card. And I was like, yeah, I want this, this, and this. And I bought it for like six, $6. And like in the US paying something that costs $6 with a credit card is like just a non-problem. And so I gave him my debit card and he's like, yeah, I don't accept that. It's like, well, what do you mean you don't accept the debit card? It's like, yeah, it's cash only. And there are a lot of companies here that, that don't accept card. You, you have to pay cash. But it's sucks. always, I feel like it wouldn't be as bad if that was the, like the norm and it was expected. But that, that one butcher shop I mentioned that just doesn't accept credit cards. Yeah. Twice in my life I've gone there and the first time I just didn't know. And the second time I forgot because it's a you know weird thing around here. Mm. And I had to like drive to like uh, my fam, my parents to borrow like 20 bucks because because it's it's just so weird to me that like places wouldn't accept that yeah i think it's super I, weird I too over, i haven't been there in years i hope they added a convenience fee or something like that because <laughs> they've got to be losing out on a lot of sales because there have been times i've driven past that place and thought about going in like oh i don't have cash never mind yeah yeah definitely a lot of businesses here have gone out of business for that exact reason because they don't accept card but there are some, like, there are traditional businesses that just won't accept it. Like, butchers, bakers, they won't accept, like, even a debit card. And it's like, oh, like, I can't buy bread because, you know, I don't have $5 on me. So, they, they miss out on a lot of money. One thing that the U.S. has that Germany doesn't have is, like, a credit score system. So... If you like pay, for example, with your credit card and you pay it off, you get like points, like like a personal credit score that that's not existent here. So it doesn't there's no benefit to paying off your credit card on time, so to speak. Like there, there's no scoring behind it. Oh, really? then what do banks use to determine if you're a good choice for loans or things like that? So they have um, basically they have a, like a register of how often you pay your stuff off. So like, do you pay off on time? Um, do you default? Have you been bankrupt? Like how much of your debt is open? But they don't like calculate a score. Um, I'm sure people who work within the finance industry would be able to give a better explanation. But it's not like you pay off all your debt and you have like a score of let's say 700 or 750. Basically, whenever you go to apply for a loan, they check the system. Like let's say, for example, you're getting a car well, then they would check, like, how often do you pay off your loans? How often do you pay off your bills? Do you already have a car? Like, they, they check a register. It's a national register that businesses are allowed to look in. Uh, but not private citizens. You can't just go up and look at and see what someone else has in debt. And if your register checks out, then they let you have it. And if not, then tough luck. <laughs> okay. So it's, yeah. a, it's a similar kind of thing, just not, you know, assigned a score to. Yeah, I mean, they check you. Like, if you don't pay your stuff off, then they're not going to give you a new phone or they're not going to give you a car loan. But it's not like, oh, you have good credit or bad credit. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, like, history. So if you have, like, good a good rapport with a certain bank, then they might give you a better loan. 
but that doesn't necessarily transfer over to like a new bank, you know? So if you go to like a completely different bank, they might treat you completely differently. So that that's kind of the way it works here. Hmm. That's, I got to say, that's interesting. That's, that's uh, a large part of the reason why I'm personally getting a credit card is uh, my credit's decent, but I've not like had a credit card in my name for most of my life. So which seems you know, odd to me because we're like around the same age and I've had one for like 15 years. <laughs> so at one point in my life, like when I was like in high school, my dad gave me a credit card that was like under his name, but you know, under both of our names. So it was like, you know, he would pay the bill, but it's like, you know, use this if you need it. Uh, and so, you know, okay. I would use it, but you know, not like I'm just, you know, buying whatever. And if I did, you know, just want to buy an online thing, I would just pay him back. But and then eventually, you know, I just got my own debit card and just started using that. But you're not really accomplishing anything with the debit card. You know, you're not really building anything for the future. So and that's kind of what I'm trying to work on right now. Like I went into the bank um, last week. I opened up two new uh, savings accounts, put a thousand dollars in each, uh, one of which which was interesting for me to find out Montana has a, um, a special program called a first time home buyers account mm. you can put like $3,000 oh, yeah. into it. And the, and when you go to buy your, put a down payment on your house using that money, it's tax free. Hmm. Yeah. I still have understood what that means with tax free though, but <laughs> I, I don't either, but it's, again, whenever something says tax free, it's usually a good thing. And even if it's say, you know, even if it saves me just a few bucks, I mean, yeah, that's true. It's a savings account still, so it seems like, and it seems like a good investment. To start planning for the future. Yeah, that's the only reason why anyone would ever actually get a credit card, um, is to build credit or to build history, basically. Well, I mean, that... a lot of people who are like, I will do everything on this credit card because my credit is awesome and my card gives me a ton of rewards or air miles and i am just gonna like take advantage and i'm gonna pay it off every time yeah that's true see as soon as i said that i was like oh yeah that's right you you get like rewards so people who pay off their credit cards are referred to as like freeloaders because if you pay them off on time bank gets nothing they only charge interest when like the when the account rolls over to the next month well they're getting the fees from everything you buy though Oh, that's right. Okay, that's true. I didn't think about yeah, that. They're doing okay. There's a reason why they only give the good credit cards to people with good credit scores. If they wanted you to not pay them off, they would do the opposite or something like that. I don't know. Huh. You know um, what? I never thought of it like that, but you're completely right. And one thing that's kind of... I kind of went with like a pretty plain credit card. So the, the gimmick with my credit card is you get 1%. And then when you pay it off, you get an additional percent back. So it's effectively just 2% cash back on everything, assuming you pay it off every time, which I plan on doing. But there's some cards that's like, you'll get 5% when you buy at these stores and you'll get 3% at these stores and 1% for everything else. Or similar to that, but the 5% changes every few months. It's always something new. Mm. And I feel like that's a slippery slope and a dangerous rabbit hole to go down. Because then say it's like, oh, this... This um this this restaurant is on the list, so I should go eat here tonight and save, you know, get five percent back. Like, well, would you have even eaten out if mm. that wasn't an option? Wouldn't you have just like 
bought groceries and needed it at home for a fifth of the price. See, so when I turned, I was like 17, I think. And or I had just turned 18, I think. And I signed up for a credit card. So because there's a computer, I really wanted to buy at Best Buy. And they're like, hey, if you if you sign up for a credit card, we'll put this computer on it. I was like, oh, great. Like you get a computer for free, but you're not getting it for free because, you know, they're putting it on the credit card. But I was mm-hmm. 18. I was like, you know what? Why not? Sign up for a credit card and I'll take the computer. And so they put the computer. I think it was like three, four hundred bucks. Like this wasn't even worth putting on a credit card, to be honest. But I was like, oh, crap. Like I, and I paid the thing off like over a course of like three or four months. And then that was a lesson for me because I was like, I'm not going to sign up for a credit card just to get something for free. <laughs> no, definitely not. Some some rewards programs make sense. Like, I, I have a friend who was um, a gun collector, so oh. uh, the the sporting goods store Cabela's. It made sense for him to get a Cabela's card because he got like a straight discount at everything he bought there, and he only used it for stuff he bought at Cabela's. So hmm. it, it made sense for him to do that. Yeah, that's really the only reason is like for like the benefits really because otherwise you get trapped in like credit card debt which is which i think is like the biggest amount of debt that most americans have i know mm-hmm. so many people who have three four five six eight ten thousand dollars in credit card debt and what's really bad is when you shuffle it around so you'll max out the one card and then move that debt over to another card and then move that to another card and you just kind of pay the cards off back and forth with each other Oh, but then the interest rates are just... Uh, yeah, it's terrible. But it's I hope the- I never, ever, 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 ever do that. It's so tempting. Like, because you have this, you have like a credit card and you have like a limit of like $5,000. And you're like, oh, I could buy, you know, this brand new computer for two grand, uh, which I did. <laughs> and like, then you're like, oh, I can buy this and I can buy that. And soon enough, you have like five grand in debt. And they charge you an arm and a leg for fees if you don't pay it off on time. And see, I don't understand it. Like, to me, it doesn't matter if I'm buying something in cash, debit, or credit. Like, if something costs $2,000, it costs $2,000. Like, I don't really, it's, I've never understood the mentality. It's like, oh, I'm getting it for free right now. And I'll just have to pay for it later. Like, I, I don't get it. It's, it costs what it costs. That's true. I mean, if you want to have it now, like, Credit cards are convenient when you don't have the cash or some businesses don't even accept debit. Um, some people think like credit cards are more secure. I've never run into that. I've, I've had it a few times, like online, for example, like a lot of companies, like even German companies won't accept German debit cards. They'll only accept credit cards. So Apple, for example, because I was buying a computer, um, they operate in Germany. They have a German like store but they won't accept German credit card or German debit cards. So when you go to their website to buy something, you can't even use German payment methods. It's so, it's so bizarre. And like most Germans, I think it's like 5%, like 5% of Germans have credit cards and the others don't. So it's like, well, if you buy something from Apple, how are you going to pay for it? <laughs> like you don't have a credit card. So that's the biggest downside is just most Germans don't have it, so most businesses don't support it. That number is so unbelievably low. I mean, I knew yeah. it wasn't going to be high, but it's so low. Twenty. Yeah, I mean, I 
I don't really know anyone here who has a credit card, to be honest. It's just, it's just not a thing here. But the, the debit cards here are so flexible that you don't actually need them. The downside with credit cards, though, is if you don't pay them off on time, then you, you accrue interest. So they'll yes, take. And it is, uh, even the good ones, you start getting up to like 25% interest or more. Yeah. And that's, it's doable. But if you don't pay them off on time and you miss a payment, then they jack the, the interest rate up. So yep. you, you got to make sure that you, you make those payments. And, and like I said, like I said before, I'm glad I, the thought doesn't enter my mind to pay for something I don't have the money for. Like, if you're going to put it on the credit card, make sure you already have the money. Yeah, but I don't know if most people work like that. I definitely don't. <laughs> I... I, I that's the that's the that's the adult and mature way to think about credit cards. But I I'm definitely not that person. Uh, I think of it like how much how much credit do I have open, and can I make the minimum payments? <laughs> oh no. Yeah, that's not good. I know it's terrible. But, that's very uh, scary. Yeah, but I never I never buy more than I can chew bite off more than I can chew. So like I've had, I don't have any more, but I've had some credit cards that have like a $5,000 limit. But because if you have a good credit score, they give you good, they give you a high limit, but I never max them out. Like I would never uh, pay like five grand for something if I can't pay it off. Usually I keep my credit cards for like emergencies. So if I need to go somewhere, then I'll, I have a credit card, but Yeah. That makes sense. So do German credit cards, do they usually have uh, similar rewards programs to U.S. cards? Yeah, they do. Like if you go onto Amazon Germany and you buy stuff, they're like, hey, if you buy this, uh, you'll get like $50 off your purchase. But you sign up for like a credit card. Um, but the fees are astronomical here. So the biggest credit card union, I think, is Barclay. So it's the most popular one here in Germany. Like you can get it through Apple. Like a lot of businesses will offer you this credit card. If you sign up, like, hey, if you buy this new, like don't pay for this uh, new MacBook Pro, uh, sign up for a credit card and you'll get like 30% off or something. But they put it on the card. So they give you the card and it's loaded with debt. But then you're paying like $100 a month and like minimum payments and like $20 in interest rates. So like the fees are so astronomically high. So it's not worth it, but they make them so high because so few people have them. So they have to kind of, you know, they punish the few because they don't have the many, if you know what I mean. But they do have similar rewards. Like you can, you can get flights and you can get points, but for the most part, Germans aren't interested in getting credit cards. Like Hmm. having a credit card is a super big deal here, but everyone in the U S and their dog can apply for a credit card. At least that's that's my that's my feeling. So, hmm. so I actually have an interesting little story about air miles. Sure, uh, rewards for credit cards. So, <clears throat> uh, my father um, had a business partner who co-owned the 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 business he runs. Um, he passed away um, sometime within the last year. He was um he was a corporate lawyer from New York who retired and you know owning um. The business with my dad was kind of just, you know, an investment for him. He was kind of a hands-off owner, Mm. you know, do some stuff every now and again, but it wasn't really his thing. And all the business credit cards were Air Miles cards because this guy, um, you know, he was mostly retired and his thing was traveling. So he would go all over the place on these (laughs) business credit cards uh, because, you know, 
business has a lot of expenses, so they're just churning out those air miles. So he, uh, he's been to Antarctica to photograph penguins. He would go all over the place. Um, in, towards the end of his life, he was living in Mexico. He was working with a, uh, a dog shelter down there. That was like what he was doing towards the end. Um, but he, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's the best use of your, of your, uh, your money to spend it on air miles cards, I guess, unless I, I guess I don't know what the value is, but I feel like for a business, you'd want just the cash back, but I mean, that's true. It depends. Well, do you have to travel for your business? If you have to travel for your business, then sure. The miles are very, are very useful. Right. Uh, not no, no. My my dad does not have to travel for his business. <laughs> then 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 there's no point. Yeah, like you can get rewards with credit cards, but sometimes it's uh, they're totally uninteresting for at least for me because I don't use my cards a lot. Usually, I make like one big purchase, and then I pay it off over the course of like a month or two, uh, or a couple of months. So the rewards are very minimal, and generally speaking, you can only get rewards if you're above a certain threshold. So if you have, for example, like thirty dollars in points uh, they won't let you redeem it you have to have like fifty dollars in points Mm -hmm. and so if you never put more in your card well then you don't really get rewards i think it's a similar thing when you do cash back cards yeah you don't they don't it's not like they just send you a check every month like oh you spent you know a hundred dollars this month so here's a check for two dollars uh i think it like it builds up like as you know a and then eventually when it gets so high, you can request them to like put it yeah. in a balance or something like that. That's what I do with a couple of my credit cards. Cause I do a lot of online purchases with one credit card and it's really, it's really small. And I'll like redeem the cash after like four or five months and I'll get like $20 back. I'm like, Oh great. That's uh, <laughs> it's not a lot of money, but I mean, I'll take it. And it's, I mean, if you're going to buy, here's the thing. If you're going to buy them all anyway, it's awesome. If you bought those things because you had the card, it is not awesome. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But they, I mean, they don't send you a check though. Usually they accredit that to your account. So with a lot of these cashback programs, you can either have that go towards your account balance. So let's say, for example, you have like a thousand dollars in your card and you have like fifty dollars in cash, like in points. You can have that the you can have that added to your account so that you the amount that you owe is lower. Or you can have that sent to your card or to your bank account. But the funny thing is, is that they don't allow you to use that as a minimum payment. So if you have like, let's say you have like $100 in points and you pay your credit card off of that, that doesn't count as a payment. So you still have to pay. <laughs> and that's the, that's the real trap behind it. Well, and it's probably also cheaper for them somehow to buy the things you want to buy for you then yeah off because maybe they can waive fees or something like that but that's what i'm thinking it's only like two or three percent so it's, it's not super high right but i'm just sure there's a, a way they've done some accounting magic so that the uh, the rewards you're getting you're getting the full value but they're somehow saving money yeah they have to that's kind of like how when people find out that there's gold in cell phones and they think like, oh my God, that's so much. But like, there can't be that much gold in the phones. Otherwise they wouldn't be selling them for the price of selling them for. And it's the same with like the rewards. Like the rewards are great, but they wouldn't give you the rewards if they weren't earning on them some way because it's a business at the end of the day. Yep. Well, and they're also there to tempt you. 
Yeah. Because, like I like I said, uh, it's it's a great system until it convinces you to buy something you weren't originally going to buy. Yeah, which is why people people get in debt. Um, yeah. And I kind of think of it like I don't I don't know if you're familiar with them, but most fast food restaurants these days have apps, right? Yeah. And if you order on the apps, you get uh, rewards points towards small rewards. So huh. I I don't know what it's at these days, but I think I calculated uh, a few years ago that the Subway app it was something like for every maybe not that maybe it was something like every hundred dollars you spent you got like two dollars back something small like that that's and I'm like, super well, small that is not a good deal but it is value so long as this app never once convinces me to buy subway when i don't want to buy Subway. <laughs> that's that's how i feel about a lot of those things and uh you know it's, it's a willpower thing but it also helps that like who gets excited over subway subway is like a thing i'm going to hang out with friends and i need fast food fast that's not like too terrible for me and i can order ahead and have it ready yeah definitely um but the best thing about credit cards is that they're international so like when i travel in europe i use my credit cards a lot because they don't necessarily accept like german debit cards so like when you go to spain it's better to use a credit card as opposed to a debit card plus the fees are a lot lower um I'll never forget when I used my debit card to withdraw cash from ATM, the worst thing you can do. And the fees were like, I withdrew, I think like $400 and they put like 40 bucks in fees on the withdrawal. <laughs> it was like $40 in fees plus like $10 in a transactional fee. Like it was super high. Like you should never withdraw money from an ATM when you're abroad, if you can avoid it, especially cool. not at the airport. Oh my god! I yeah, it's so ex- the airport is the is the worst place in the world to get like money exchange because the prices there are just terrible, and like the ATMs have like super high prices. I would never do it at the airport. Like, I would also it, be afraid of using credit cards abroad too because if that's like your plan, like oh I'm gonna like for me say I go to Japan a few years, I'm like I'm just gonna take my credit card. Oh no, I maxed out my credit card. Now what am I? Oh gonna yeah, do? that's that could, that could happen to you. <laughs> yeah yeah so definitely I, I actually now that i'm thinking about it like how how is that gonna work so i've i've budgeted out like seven thousand dollars ballpark right now for going yeah. to japan including like board and flights and everything am i supposed to just like take five grand in cash probably not am i supposed to like just in like inter- international not. travel so international travel for for most countries for most countries International travel restricts you to around $10,000 in cash. So anything above $10,000 has to be declared, like in most countries. Otherwise, it's considered money laundering. And anything below that, they they can't do anything to you. But it depends on what country you're going to. Japan might say like, okay, anything above $8,000 um, has to be declared. But most countries have an estimate of, have like a, a limit of around ten grand. But, is that a normal thing people do though? Like just travel, yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna put five thousand dollars in my pocket to travel uh, with. Yeah, it sounds absurd, but it, people do it a lot. Like, let's say, for example, you're going, you're flying from Germany to go to Poland to buy a car and you want to put you want to pay cash. So let's say the car costs 15 grand. Well, you can't take that in cash. Um, you would have to declare it. Generally speaking, that's not a huge problem if you can say where the money's from. 
So like, let's say you're going to Japan to pay off, like, let's say you're going to Japan to buy a, a car, like $20,000. If you can prove that the money came from a legitimate source, then there's no problem. But if you can't prove that, then they'll confiscate the money. And they, that happens a lot here, more than you would think. So people travel a lot with, uh, with cash, especially during these times. People don't feel secure having their money in the bank. So they'll carry it with them. But yeah, but if you're traveling, I would use a credit card. You get the best exchange rates too. Um, plus, if you lose your money. <laughs> you it's, just, it's their money, not your money. Yeah, you're just out of luck. So I wouldn't travel with cash. I did that once. I, when I first traveled to Germany 10 years ago, I exchanged, what was it, like $4,000? And I got a terrible exchange rate. It was like 3,000 something euros. I lost like 20% of my money when I exchanged it. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, But usually if you use a credit card, you get like a daily exchange rate. So today might be a good exchange rate and tomorrow might be bad. But if you exchange it all at once, you get it at a fixed rate. So it's, uh, you know, it just really depends on how you exchange your money. Well, and I think it would also be, it's probably also better because I imagine like, to japan and i get there my first day and i have five thousand dollars in my pocket i'm like oh my god don't get mugged or anything don't yeah pocketed then let's say that goes fine you go and you exchange every bit of it for for yen then you get to the end of your trip and you have i don't know like twenty thousand yen left like mm-hmm. you're just gonna what are you gonna you're just gonna keep it you're gonna take it back home and exchange it back and lose more money like if you want, you can donate it because when you're in the airplane, they ask you like, hey, would you like to donate any money you have left over? But I would have donated uh, no. 20000 in. <laughs> Definitely not. No, I would keep it. Uh, if you plan on going back, it's good. Like when well, I... And it's, and it's still currency. Like worst case scenario, just go home and exchange it again. And but Yeah, but the yen, is, the yen is a relatively stable currency. So you don't have to worry about like losing uh, like its value. It just depends on what kind of currency you're going for. Like the euro is relatively stable, but it's always less than the dollar. The dollar is is one of the strongest currencies in the world. So when you're exchanging to the dollar, it's not actually the other way around. When you're going from the dollar to another currency, you always gain. But when you exchange the other way around, you always lose. Oh, but, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, see, like, I assumed you kind of lose both ways because someone's got to get their pound. Oh, you do, you do. You always lose both ways. Um, so the dollar is, I want to, let me check. I got to check real quick because it's going to kill me. But like, if you exchange for Euro to a dollar at the moment, it should be. Yeah. So one, one Euro is equal to a dollar 18. So yeah. So the dollar has 18% more value than the Euro at the moment, which is pretty stable. And so the other way around is you lose 18 cents, but it's, depending on who's like where you're exchanging it, it could be bigger, you know? So someone might say like, yeah, for one Euro, you'll get like a dollar five and they'll take that 13 cents as like their fee. But that's why I said like, you should never do it at the airport because like, those are, they're vultures. (laughs) They'll take a lot of your money. Um, Yeah. And it's always comical (laughs) airports. I don't know if you've ever noticed when you've traveled, but there is a noticeable difference in prices. Once you are through security. 
Oh, even if I... they have even if they have two of the same stores in the airport, the prices will be different once you go past security. Yeah, and the thing is, they don't even pay taxes. And I remember one time I was in the airport and I was super hungry, and I bought a sandwich. It was the worst sandwich ever, but it was seven dollars, and it was it was so bad. <laughs> but yeah. So we're running out of time, and that's it for me. Do you got any last points you want to touch on before we go? Uh, pay off your credit cards. Yeah, pay off your credit cards. Credit Credit's not a real thing. You're buying it with real money. You're just going to pay later. <laughs> credit card debt isn't a thing. Don't, don't do it. Yeah, that's true. It's not an option. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, thanks for listening. And, yeah, um, we won't be here next week. Because I'll be going to the U.S. and But we'll be back at the end of yeah. September. And I like to think we're going to come back with some... Uh, hopefully we'll be pretty revitalized. Things will be going good. And we'll have some we'll have some good ideas, I imagine. Yeah, hopefully. Especially yeah. since you're going to be coming back to the States. So you, your memory is probably going to get jogged. You're like, oh, I remember oh. this. Or, oh, that happens every time. <laughs> yeah, so it'll, 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 be a, it'll be a good jumping off point. Yeah. One thing, I guess one last point I remembered was for pogo sticks. I saw some video. I was like, oh, a pogo stick. I haven't used those in forever. I, I don't think I've seen one in person. In like a What? Day. Really? No, you have to. You, oh, you have to. But uh, yeah, I'll let you know later. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. Have a good, uh, well, <laughs> see you in the month's future, I suppose. Bye. Bye. Yeah.